the wolf, 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 unplugged. Oh, hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wolf Unplugged podcast. I'm gonna do my spiel, <laughs> so you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the Wolf Unplugged, Twitter at Wolf X Unplugged, and Apple and Spotify podcast at Wolf Unplugged podcast. Yes. So today I'm doing. Uh, something a little bit different. February was a transition month for me. And so I didn't get a chance to really put the amount of time that I wanted to put in into this podcast. Like the episode that I had recorded to be my episode six or my episode seven, they sucked. And I was like, yes, I could put this episode out on the eighth and keep up with my goals and yeah I I did it on that day I did that I met that goal or I could just wait not put out something that's trash not dilute my podcast and whatever I want to talk about and just wait and put out a different episode or put it out a different day and so with that being said I just decided that I would put out both episodes on the 22nd so if you're listening to this this is episode one or two I don't know which one yet but you're getting both episodes today one at 8 a.m and one at 8 p.m so keep an eye out keep an eye out for the content because this is being recorded beforehand (laughs) like this one is actually being recorded beforehand um so yeah also side note I am using a different microphone today this one is I don't want to say it's better or worse but it's just like a little clip microphone like it's not a podcast microphone so we'll see what the audio is looking like today I just didn't feel like (laughs) setting up getting my laptop doing all that this is like super convenient I'm recording on my phone like I can edit it on my phone and put it out on my phone so that's why I'm doing it this way. Let me know if, you know, you like this microphone better. Just audio. Also, no visual. So, yeah, we got all the technical stuff out of the way. Um, so, yeah, this is episode six. And so, this is actually an episode that I think is going to be really good. Because this is actually something that I've been thinking about for quite a long time. Ever since I read um, this one book that mentions it. I was like, oh, that's that's an interesting perspective (laughs) so I'm excited for this episode and so this episode as you can see by the title title is about hopelessness and so what inspired me is that I saw this TikTok of someone who looked like teen teen to early 20s age um and they were just saying how you know I don't see myself I'm quoting them by the way I just don't see myself getting older like I just don't see that for me in my future like I cannot imagine what it would be like for me to get old or grow older and live past 30 like I don't know what that would look like for me pretty much in a nutshell that's what the tick this tiktoker was saying don't have their <laughs> don't have their name I don't have any of that but because it was just like a random person it wasn't like an influencer or anything like that 
So, but that's what they were saying. And so I was like, wow. So obviously I've, like I said, I've seen people who would say this throughout the years on the internet or something like making a joke, making a joke about it. But it just got me to thinking like, why would you feel this way? You know? And so one for me, where my mind went is that like one, it would be a fear of aging, which you know, that's pretty much understandable. <laughs> and I only say that because, for one, old people are largely disregarded. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> Before I even say that point, I just want to say that I'm talking like a cut gems. <laughs> that whole little sentence was just like an uncut gems. <laughs> If you know, you know. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I'm going to try to not do that whole elongate my words thing that they say Californians do. <laughs> but one, people are afraid of aging because all people are disregarded. For me, in general... I feel like just like racism is a part of a of society, so is ageism, so is uh, like ableism. It's just like inherently a part of society, and so people just, for the most part, disregard older people. They're overlooked. They're underrepresented. They're um, vulnerable. They're like a vulnerable population, and they are often taken advantage of. Like. Children, old people, and people with disabilities are vulnerable populations that are easily taken care of or taken advantage of. So I definitely see why people would be like, I can't even imagine. Oh, I want to, you know, keep, you know, I can't imagine myself with gray hair. I can't imagine myself with saggy skin. Like, okay, I can understand that because you don't really, you think of yourself aging looking like your 20 year old self but just like aging like, I don't know that's how I think of it so in all actuality other than just looking at my mom or other old people in my family sorry mama um I don't know what I would look like old and I'm sure older people in my family they look completely different and probably would have never thought that they would look like that as an older person so I get it and then on the other end of that spectrum outside of you know older people being disregarded it's just overall american culture westernized culture which we talked about in our beauty episode um it's all about youth as beauty and you know it's especially for women but it's all about being young and fresh and fit and youthfulness is like the the marker of beauty the standard of beauty and so even from that perspective I get it because that's what's pushed on us is to we don't want to be mature people literally lie about their ages for 10 years <laughs> saying that they're one age when they're really like 50 but they say that they're 32 or 38 or whatever because that's an acceptable quote-unquote mature age you know what I mean so that whole system in of itself of you know youth being beauty I get it people not 
seeing themselves not wanting to be older. Kind of what I'm talking about is that other end of the spectrum, um, which I would say is hopelessness. Like there's the fear of aging, that's on one side. And then on the other side of, you know, not seeing yourself getting older and, you know, not, not seeing that future vision, not having that vision is about hopelessness. And so when I first came across like a post or a video or something like this, I was like, wow, that's kind of suicidal. Like you don't <laughs> like, obviously we know hopelessness can turn to suicidality, but you know, that's a whole nother story, whole nother thing. Um, but to me, that's like almost to a point of being like, you don't see a future for yourself. That's unfathomable. Like that's something that's serious. So hopelessness, the definition of hopelessness is a feeling of despair or lack of hope that life can feel better than it does right now. And that's literally what I got from that post. And so I think I jumped ahead a little bit, but the original time that I read about this hopelessness, this type of hopelessness is in The Post-Traumatic Slave Disorder by Joy DeGry. I read that book a couple years ago and she was saying how a lot of black boys, especially like younger, don't see themselves past their, you know, 21st birthday. They don't see themselves past a certain age. And she was saying like, that's a little snippet of, you know, existential dread, depression and hopelessness wrapped into one due to, you know, systemic, systemic factors. But whether it's systemic or not, it's still this ball of feelings of hopelessness and I was like wow that is crazy like <laughs> well not crazy but that makes so much sense that it's more so prevalent in uh, people of color and in of underrepresented communities that hopelessness and that not seeing the future that not having the vision and to me that's like really similar to feeling helpless and feeling powerless and that's just not something that people want to feel like that's just not a positive thing that people want to feel being helpless feeling powerless obviously yes there are racism you know <laughs> there's systemic factors that make people feel this way and it's understandable that that they would but there are also there are also consequences yeah there's consequences to feeling this way for a long period of time like okay I get it when you're a teenager you don't you you are helpless in a sense, you are powerless. In a sense, you're a kid, can't do nothing. Gotta wait till you're 21. Gotta get your license. And, you know, you have to do certain things. But once you're an adult, once you're an adult, and whether you have the license or whatever, whether you have those things or not, once you're an adult, it's more so about you. 
<laughs> like it's about what you're going to do. So I do want to backtrack just a little bit and say that I think a lot of this feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, and powerlessness is due to parenting styles, which I can go into a whole spiel about that. But largely, I think that parenting for most people is just about how they can mold someone else into what they want or what they didn't have or what they weren't like molding their child to be what they consider great or perfection or you know whatever and so one because <laughs> I didn't talk about euphoria this week but one <laughs> parent in that show that I think kind of lives through their kid is Cassie's mom in such a weird way too mostly when it comes to relationships as well like she literally encourages Cassie to like spend a night at McKay's college campus like <laughs> who does that like I know it's a show but I just I got that feeling I get that feeling from Cassie's mom so I think that parenting for most people, you know, there's gentle parenting and all these new styles that are coming out now. But for most people, millennials and whatever's after the millennials, Gen Z, I think, I think that their parents were not on that largely. Not yet. <laughs> like new parents that are parents like right now. Yeah, maybe these new kids are getting something a little bit different. But <laughs> for the rest of us we didn't have that child labor laws barely came after like in the 80s or something like <laughs> kids were considered many adults up until like after the civil rights movement I believe so yeah <laughs> like people's parenting has not caught up to what we know about children and their development that's what I mean to say and so one outside of, you know, the psychological terms for parenting, like authoritative, authoritarian, blah, blah, blah. outside of that, I think the main, the priority of most parents were making sure that their children's, their children's, <laughs> making sure that their children listen to them. And like I already mentioned molding their children to be what their idea of perfection or of greatness is so like obedience and accolades that's what most parenting is about it's about making sure that your kid does well in school it's about making sure that they listen don't do this don't do certain things and so I think parenting styles obviously has and effects on how people feel as they grow as they develop and so when you have a parent who is mostly concerned with obedience and accolades rather than emotional support or affirmations then you do get this feeling of hopelessness and helplessness and powerlessness because it's almost like as a person growing and developing you've been broken down a little bit you your dreams almost have been shot down if you say you know I want to be an artist your parent says well they don't make no money let's take it back to a matrix episode 
that I did on this podcast. Go check it out. But just people maintaining the systems around them will lead to people feeling helpless and powerlessness because it's like, well, why are you learning French? You're black. <laughs> French people don't even like black people. Like, what does that have to do with me learning the language, though? So, as a as a kid, <laughs> that's like one example. I'm sorry. That's, that's like a whole little tangent. But just as a kid, having these fresh new ideas and wanting to try new things and experience, experiment and experience different things. Like, jump off of a brick wall your parent no 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 it's too dangerous oh my gosh no get down now no 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 like damn I I just wanted to see if I could fly for a minute like it's just I could I could jump down it's not that high right here I just want to see what it feels like to jump off this wall right here that's it and that's kind of a little bit of a (laughs) of a personal example because at my grandma's house (laughs) it was like this brick wall it's not even high but sometimes the bricks would be loose so yeah (laughs) that's like my own little (laughs) tangent um but that's what people do to people like break them down and the parents are not excluded from that parents are not (laughs) these magical humans who don't instill doubt who don't instill fear who don't do certain things and so that will lead I say all that to say (laughs) that that will lead to that feeling of hopelessness helplessness and powerless and so what I think that most people really need is more confidence I think probably like more than 50% of problems interpersonal and intrapersonal can be solved when if people were not were more confident and not so insecure there would be no need for people to be mean girls or to be exclude exclusionary yeah or exclude people yeah there would be no need for divides and different groups and separations if people had more confidence like if poor people this is just an example but if poor people for example had more confidence in their socioeconomic status not that being poor is like a good feeling but if they just you know bought the shoes that they could afford bought the clothes that they could afford then we wouldn't have people in inner city schools and stuff being clowns that they don't have the latest Jordan or the best watch or the nicest jewelry or the realest jewelry or whatever, but they live in the projects type of thing. Like where like <laughs> if people had more confidence in in themselves and just in more authentic more authenticity, a lot of the intrapersonal and interpersonal problems can be solved, I think. So, even without your parents, though, (laughs) after, you know, all that whole spiel on the parents, even without your parents, after you're an adult, like, I say you could blame your parents probably up to, like, you know, (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like you can blame your parents until you get to maybe like 21, 22, 23. Once you hit there though, it's up to you. It's up to you to use whatever tools, whatever resources that you have, whatever qualities that you have that are good and work for you. Whatever you have, it's up to you to use that and to make whatever you need in your life, whatever goal that you have, whatever feeling that you want to have, it's up to you to go and get that. Like, you can't just blame your parents for the rest of your life. Like, the reason you didn't get an education is not because your parents were poor. At some point, it has to be because you moved out at some point. <laughs> okay, you had kids at some point. So it's not just all on your parents the reason why you didn't go to college or the reason why you dropped out of school <laughs> like you know what I mean so at some point once you're an adult obviously I give people I give our new generation you know I give us some leeway <laughs> because we're moving out a little bit later it's a pandemic people have literally I was 23 when this started I'm about to be 26 this year so like I'll give us <laughs> I'll give us new generations some time but once you're an adult like for real for real it's time for you to use whatever your, your those tools you use your personal power to get what you want so by personal power I don't mean like what people say when they say they're gonna manifest Ooh. and st you know stuff like that I don't mean that kind of personal power but I mean if something is not making you feel good or making you feel hopeless whether that's media social media a person place or thing an event a situation an experience if that's making you feel hopeless or down depressed helpless powerless it is your ability, your personal power is your ability to uh, engage with that, engage with it if you want, if it makes you feel good or, you know, <laughs> if you want to cause pain on someone else, I don't know, or don't engage with it if you don't want to. That's what your personal power is. And so if go back to the parents if your parents are making you feel helpless and are shooting down your dreams and doubting you and instilling doubt in you instead of supporting you and uplifting you and uh, affirming you don't engage with it just be like oh, okay <laughs> like okay whatever uh, i'm gonna go focus on this okay whatever let people have it that, like that's your personal power okay whatever or engage and say well I actually do x y and z or I feel x y and z that's you have that power if you don't like what you're seeing on social media you don't like that you're not represented in tv shows or in you know certain spaces stop showing up <laughs> like that's your personal power or fight for that change because you can you can fight for it you can and after that fight if nothing still happens you use your personal power to don't engage and walk away I'll tell you a little story about me and when I've had 
Mm, well, I use mine all the time, but when I've had to use my personal power, <laughs> um, and it was when I was working. This was right before the or right when the pandemic was happening and the protests and everything. I was working at a job in Hermosa Beach, so that just gives you the demographic: Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach, um, aka White, <laughs> and they had scheduled when the whole protest and everything was happening they scheduled to host like a little i guess you could say it they didn't call it a black lives matter thing but it was just like a support oh we can have we can come and talk get together we can do a zoom you know i know this is a rough time for everybody george floyd whatever or not whatever but you know that type of thing um then as the day got closer they ended up canceling it and I was like wait what (laughs) why are they canceling it like what's the point of that and I ended up emailing one of the heads of the company like what is going on (laughs) why why did we cancel this we have like this is actually a problem within your organization there's only like five black people in all across the 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 region (laughs) there's probably like five black people in your office why are you not wanting to educate people why are you not wanting to show support even if you do only have you know three four or five black people why are you not why are you shying away from that and they ended up saying like oh yeah we didn't mean to offend blah 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 blah. um I ended up putting together a list of people who could come and speak um they didn't want to pay I've ended up trying to get this you know meeting back on organize something organize something that was actually like anti-racism actually a black lives matter type of thing type of deal educating thing um meeting event and they said they didn't want to pay they weren't no you know they weren't gonna do that (laughs) and uh that was it they just stopped emailing after that after I said that you know if you're gonna have black people and professors and people with doctorates come and speak about this situation yeah you're going to have to compensate them after that that was it crickets and so what I did was you know I stacked up for a little uh, a couple months not even a couple months not even that (laughs) but I got used my sick time used up that vacation and I got out I got out (laughs) like that that was it and now I'm at another company which is very well for one it's online or you know I'm mostly working from home but it's very diverse and I don't feel like they would shy away from an issue important to a community no matter what that community is whether it's black Asian Latina Latino whatever demographic that is So that's just my own (laughs) little example um, about using my personal power. It's important to use. And just to kind of 
ends the podcast on, you know, not not to be like insensitive and say that you can think your your worries away and you can cuss people out and email, you know, email people to death and, you know, that fixes all your problems. But I'm not saying that. And so I don't want to be insensitive, you know, to anybody's struggles or anything because clinical depression, major depression disorder is a very different very different story so very different beast um and so you should definitely seek treatment if there's something that's really making you feel down really making you feel guilty really making you feel ashamed really making you feel unmotivated then yeah seek professional help don't just sit and live with it and create a story in your head about how you're less than that's not that Using your personal power in that situation would literally be to go go to where you can get help. And so if that means filling out an application for Medi-Cal, you know, I don't know insurance in other countries. I mean, not countries, uh, states. But if that means using your Medi-Cal, filling out that application, go do it. If that means going and getting on your parents insurance and searching up where you could go find someone or find a therapist do that that means paying out of pocket and not going out to eat or not watching you know buying that that clothing or that piece of food or something do that and do what you need to do to feel good because my hope for everyone in the world honestly is for (laughs) is for them to feel whole happy confident empowered like I think that we can have such a very different world a very different like even social media if more people were more empowered it'd be very very different it would be less show-offy and less like flashy I guess so that's really my episode for today. I'm really glad that I was able to record this episode and you know I'm going to get it out on time because it's already done. Um but yeah, that's my episode for today and I really hope people were able to get something out of this because it's really all over the place. Like I see this type of thing all over like all through tiktok when i say all over it's like mostly social media um because i don't i don't think there's anyone in my life that is like that or feeling that way but if they are they didn't say nothing to me (laughs) so when i say it's all over i mean mostly social media and that's sad because one person says it and then 500,000 like the post and agree (laughs) and then 200,000 go and comment on it and create a whole conversation about how bad they feel and the trauma it's like just go to there go to real therapy don't go to the internet go to real therapy even with me that's why I do not I say I'm a therapist but I do not offer therapy or say like like therapy and you know I don't get into that type of stuff really other than analyzing what I see 
in real life. So, yeah, don't go to any therapist that you're seeing online talking about, yeah, I do. Well, I'll actually, no, because that's a lie. Because <laughs> therapists obviously need to advertise and, you know, if they have a private practice, that's very different. Sorry. Scratch that. Go to your therapist. Just find somebody that works for you and feel feel good. Feel empowered. That's my hope. I say all that to say. <laughs> that is my hope for the world. So, again, you can follow me at The Wolf Unplugged on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Wolf X Unplugged on Twitter and Apple and Spotify Podcasts. The Wolf Unplugged Podcast. By the way, I think I'm going to say this in the next episode or in both episodes, <laughs> but I'm thinking about switching my podcast name. <laughs> I really, really am. Yeah, I'm not going to say too much, but I'm thinking about switching it because I feel like I am the wolf unplugged. I am the wolf. <laughs> I'm the wolf that's unplugged because I'm, uh, you know, unplugged from the BS. So <laughs> I kind of want a name change to signal like, okay, I'm TWU, <laughs> the Wolf Up Plus, and my podcast is blank. So just that might be coming. That might be coming. My socials, everything is going to be the same, except probably the name on Apple and Spotify and obviously YouTube. So yeah thank you guys for sticking it out through this episode and get ready for the next one or enjoy these two episodes on the same day <laughs> it's two 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 it's two twenty two two thousand and twenty two and you're getting two the wolf unplugged episodes <laughs> so enjoy see y'all on the eighth <laughs>